it's your boy, the host with the most. I do not brag or boast, and I'm coming to you guys live from coast to coast. It's your boy, I'm Chris Don One, and welcome to another fabulous rendition of Everybody Hates Chris podcast. It's your host and moderator, and I got the continuation of part two that I called my work, babe. All right, rate, comment, subscribe. Please hit the subscription button. Share this podcast with your friends, family, and followers. Let's get this podcast lit in the podcast algorithm. Yeah, here. All right. So, this is part two. This is the final chapter to my work bay. Now, for those out there who don't know what's been transpiring, please listen to part one. Then you'll get familiar, so you'll be able to watch and uh, listen to part two. So part two, I, part one, I left off as my work babe. Her name was Morgan. Uh, we used to, you know, kick it a lot. We used to work at this uh, convenience store, this gas station. And I was just in and out of jobs. It was just a pit stop for me. It was a stepping stone for me. For Morgan, she was just there at the moment all right morgan came you know she was a college student trying to get her life together she was uh you know she was in a relationship with somebody but you know she was dogging this dude out in this relationship she wasn't you know this guy was not going to um be with morgan throughout her whole entire life it was just a pit stop because morgan was in and out of houses all right so Morgan, to me, a beautiful woman, uh, had no issues with Morgan as far as an employee goes. Definitely had no issues with Morgan when we would go, when we would kick it in the back. And sometimes I would kick it with her, you know, outside of work. All right. But, you know, I can tell Morgan had issues. All right. Uh, with bills, with responsibilities and things of that nature, because Morgan was a party girl. All right. That's all Morgan was. That's all Morgan wanted to be was a party, a party girl. She really didn't take a lot of things seriously in life. All right. And that, you know, that that that, that just goes with the territory, particularly when you are a flirtatious girl, you're an attractive girl, uh, you're a girl that a lot of guys, uh, you're, you're, you're eye candy to a lot of guys and you can come in and out of situations. You don't really have to have necessarily be an adult or be responsible and things of that nature. Plus, she didn't have a child or anything like that that can, you know, hold her down and make her mature a little bit more. All right. So, uh, part two to uh, my sport, my work bay. All right. So, like I said, Morgan left that gas station. And shortly after that, I left the gas station too. And for some, uh, uh, it's not no some weird reason. I'm going to tell you exactly what happened, why, you know, it was like a disconnect with me and Morgan. Morgan was, for one thing, a lot of stuff was happening in Morgan's life and a lot of stuff was happening in my life. All right. So let's talk about Morgan's life. All right. When she left uh, the gas station, she quit there. Uh, she was bouncing around from job to job. And eventually she uh, left college. She just decided, you know, she, she just quit college. And when she quit college, it was just, a, you know, a, you know, a, a bad rough patch for Morgan. You know, her and her boyfriend was on again, off again, and it was off again permanently. 
okay? And Morgan was bouncing around from different guys, just dating them. And she had a roommate. Uh, and they at first had their own apartment. Then they got kicked out of those apartments. And then they moved in with another female that worked with them at uh, United Airlines. And uh, they were living in her house while she was, you know, uh, going to Cincinnati to, you know, to, to be with her parents. So she still had a lease at this apartment and she decided that she was going to let Morgan and Morgan's friend take over the lease. Now they didn't, you know, finalize anything and they didn't, um, you know, go to the rent office and the landlord and transfer uh, leases and titles over. This was just low key under the table type ish. And, uh, you know, as long as they paid the rent, she was all good. All right. They had to take care of their own. You know, she didn't really care about the utilities, but definitely, you know, keeping up with the rent. All right. And Morgan and this girl was holding it down with the rent. But Morgan, just like this girl. Now, they had a lot of things in common. They both like to party. They both like to smoke weed. You know, I've been over there a time or two, all right? And, uh, you know, they both really uh, don't care about responsibility, okay? And the same reasons why they got kicked out of their apartment were the same reasons why ultimately they got kicked out of this apartment. Uh, not by the landlord, but by the girl. It's by the girl who went to uh, Cincinnati to just stay with her parents, because she started noticing they were not paying the rent on time, and in some instances they was not even paying the rent at all. All right, so she came. She she flew back, uh, had a conversation with Morgan and and the girl, and uh, the, they decided to just move out of her apartment. All right, now. You know, she didn't take them to court or anything like that. They were all friends, but at the end of that situation, they stopped talking to each other and they cut, they severed ties and things of that nature. So Morgan's friend moved back to her sister. All right. And that left Morgan somewhat semi-homeless. All right. Till Morgan found another dude to leech off of. All right. So Morgan uh, so eventually Morgan was bouncing around and things of that nature. And it was kind of hard to get in contact with Morgan. And I used to get in contact with Morgan through social media, through Twitter. But the reason why I severed my ties communicating through her through uh, social media, because I was messing around with this girl and this girl knew what I was, she started uh, noticing my Twitter page and she started noticing the people that I follow. And then she started noticing the people that I would uh, DM or, you know, send tweets and things of that nature. And she got kind of suspicious of it. So I had to make up a lie. And I told my girlfriend that I had to deactivate my Twitter because my Twitter was hacked. Okay. Now the girl that I was messing around with, you know, she believed it. All right. So that's why me and Morgan never, you know, got back together, you know, communication wise. Because before that, me and Morgan, every once in a while, we would party, we would kick it. You know, I, you know, I would have some weed, 
uh, you know, she was a good person to conversate with smoking weed. And, you know, at the end, at the end of the day, I, you know, I get to bang Morgan. All right. So, um, Morgan went her separate way. I went my separate way. She don't, that's her situation. My situation was I was bouncing from job to job to job until, uh, I started working long-term at Target. All right. You know, cause normally I would hold a job for maybe like a year, maybe two, then I'll just step on to something else. So I was holding Target down for like a good five to six years. This is the first job that I was really invested in. Uh, I saw my, I saw a future in the beginning. I saw a future of myself growing and developing into Mar uh, into Target, maybe becoming a manager, maybe becoming a store manager, and things of that nature. And that stuff till that stuff tailed off after three or four years. But I would still work because at the end of the day, it was good money. Uh, you get a discount at Target, and you know they had a lot of good benefits. You know, uh, the med not medical benefits, but they had some, some decent benefits that you know fit what I was trying to do. So I was, you know, holding it down at Target and I used to, you know, I was a stalker and then they moved me up front and I hate working up front. I hate dealing with customers, all right? And it just seems like when you go up front, I don't know how it is at everyone else's job, but when you work up front on the registers or getting cards or, or whatever the case may be, it just seems like the messiest people are up front. And I had an issue with just about everybody up front. I could not stand being up front. So I was once again, you know, going like, well, maybe I need to just take my talents, sell, uh, take my talents elsewhere. So it was one day I was up front, you know, I was helping a customer out and there was this uh, customer service manager by the name of Darlene. So Darlene would always get in my shit. She would always get in my case. Now, Darlene was a New Orleans lady from Louisiana. She had the most prettiest eyes, uh, light skin. She kind of reminds me of Lisa Ray. Y'all remember Lisa Ray from the Players Club? She kind of had her complexion. She had her, her eyes look good. She had some great hair. But Darlene, she gets in, when she get into her moments, she would have attitudes she would, you know, you know, she would get bougie and things of that nature. All right. You know, it, she just had her moments. All right. A lot of bad moments, but a lot of good moments. But as long as you do what she tells you to do, you know, you are all right. But to me, you know, I, I'm not that type. I'm not that guy. You know, I like to float around a bit. I like to walk around the store. I like going, talking, to, you know, shooting the shit with other people in other departments. And, you know, Darlene was not having it. So that's where me and Darlene would clash on and off. All right. But when it comes to coming in on time, when it comes to uh, not leaving early or calling out, I was dependable on that front. All right. I just thought that would be good enough. But that apparently that's not good enough for Darlene. You have to be totally perfect for Darlene. All right. So anyway, I was just minding my own business. I was up front. I was helping a customer out. And lo and behold, as I was walking through, I mean, as a, you know, as I was looking at doors, I saw Morgan. And this is the first time I've seen Morgan in about two or three plus years. All right. Morgan still looks the same and she was booed up, hugged up with some dude and uh, already knew that was a sucker. All right. And she uh, came up front. She saw me and she said, yo, Chris, 
I ain't seen you in ages. She gave me a, a respectable hug. All right. Nothing dramatic, nothing sexual. She gave me a a, a hug because she, uh, low key, she does kind of miss me because, and I kind of miss her because I consider her, you know, not only my smoke friend, but I consider her an actual friend. We will shoot the breeze and we will talk, we will talk our shit. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, help me fix my life. We had those help me fix my life moments. All right. She would tell me stuff about her life that she doesn't like and what she she do and vice versa i would do the same thing for her and i kind of miss that with morgan you know besides smoking you know or herb and you know having sex with her you know morgan you know was a good person to bounce ideas off of and things of that nature or if you have issues or anything like that so morgan was coming through the door of her boo she was hugged up on her boo and we just caught we just we just caught up a bit all right she was asking me you know what's been going on with me i've been asking her what's been going on with her apparently morgan is is sobered up she no longer smokes she no longer drank she started to go to church and things of that nature and um the i I was going through two different types of emotion um on my compassionate side i was wishing the best for morgan and you know hearing this news you know made me feel good about morgan but my horny side saying well kiss the kiss the late night booty calls and the smoke sessions away from morgan because now morgan is uh is 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 possibly in a long-term relationship possibly later on down the road she might get married yada 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 all right so we was catching up. I told her what I was doing. She was telling me what she was doing. And and at, 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 at the side in the corner of my eye, I was look. Uh, I, I just felt something. My Negro senses were tingling at that point. And I'm going like, somebody is watching me. All right. So I happened to turn over. I turned I turn, uh, to the left of me and I saw Darlene. Now, normally when I'm talking to somebody, it doesn't matter if it's a customer. It doesn't matter if it's an employee. It doesn't matter. Darlene is going to infiltrate the conversation and she's going to, you know, just, just cut it off. She's going to, you know, make this conversation short. But this time, Darlene didn't even walk over here to my direction. All right. So she was, you know, you know watch me from a distance at the customer service desk talking to Morgan all right and me and Morgan was talking and then eventually Morgan Negro senses were tingling and then she turned and then she saw Darlene so she started waving at Darlene and I'm going like do you know Darlene you know what you know, because uh, I don't recall her ever telling me that she knew Darlene. But at that time, I was at Target. And I only knew Darlene for like uh, like, uh, like two or three years. And she's like, oh, yeah, me and Darlene's got history. All right. So I said, play a do tell. All right. So she uh, was saying, well, I can't talk right now. Uh, you know, uh, maybe if I catch you uh, walking you know, maybe if you can, you know, while we're shopping, maybe you can come back there and, and I explain everything. All right. And uh, her, her her boyfriend at the time, he wasn't bugged out by me talking to her. He was cool with it. And uh, and uh, he said, pleasure meeting you. And, you know, we, we introduce ourselves and all that stuff. And 
I went back to uh, I, well, I, I let them go on the shop, and I, and then I went back up front. Darlene was still watching me, and I started working. And I knew once I once I start working, and she starts to fixate or get her her eyes hooked on something else, like another protect, uh, uh, you know, another uh, employee not working or whatever. I knew once she goes to the back to do whatever she does in the back. She says she uh, makes the schedule. I just can't imagine someone make, it, it, it takes someone four days to make a schedule. But she always used that lame as excuse, which, you know, she can make, she can, theor she can theoretically make the schedule up front, all right? But she always has to, but she prefers to make the schedule in the back. All right, it doesn't bother me none. She's out of sight, out of mind. So. Eventually, Darlene starts walking her way back to the back, uh, back in the back of the store, and I started sliding myself off the front, and then eventually I ran into Morgan. And at that time, they was getting ready to come up front because they was done shopping, so we caught up a bit. So not only uh, she went to the register, you know, I was helping them bag, you know, at that, you know, I was just helping the bag to be nosy. And we were still talking. And I said, hey, uh, let me take y'all uh, 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 stuff to the car. And they said, okay, yeah, that's cool. So that gives me an excuse to go out. That way nobody's not going to alarm uh, Darlene to tell her that I'm, you know, just walking and talking. I'm actually doing work, but I'm still talking, okay? I can move my mouth and still talk at the same, I mean, still work at the same time, all right? So... As I was pushing their uh, buggy, and I'm going, like, okay, so now give me the backstory on you and Mo uh, on you and Darlene. So she said, yeah, me and Darlene, we knew each other uh, because apparently uh, she was messing around with this dude, all right, that she found off Facebook. And she quickly turned to her boyfriend and said, this was before I met you. And he said, oh, yeah, that's fine. I knew you had a life, you know, you know outside of me, okay? So she said, yeah. I met him uh, through Facebook and we was talking on and off. And, um, you know, uh, we decided to go out on a date. He took me out to a nice restaurant and, you know, everything's good. So he said, I'm going to drive you to uh, uh, to my place. Okay. So as I was, uh, you know, he took me to his place and, uh, you know, we, uh, we, we opened the door. And it was a nice big house. And when we opened the door, he introduced me to his family. He introduced me to his father. He introduced me to his daughter. Well, his uh, sister, excuse me. And then he, uh, he was getting ready to introduce uh, uh, me to her, to his mother. So he called his, mo his mother. His mother was upstairs. And as I, as, as Darlene, uh, she said, that's when, that's how she knew uh, Darlene because Darlene is the dude's uh, mom. All right. And uh, I know Morgan, Morgan, you know, she loves to play games with guys to get what she needs out of a guy. And then she skedaddles. And I knew that this guy was a victim. All right. So. Um, Morgan said that, uh, you know, they only dated a couple of times and as soon as she got what she wanted out of the guy, she, she never saw him again. All right. So, um, they, 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 they broke up. I guess they stopped seeing each other. And then after a couple, she said after a couple of months, he was messaging her big time on Facebook. 
I mean, he was blowing up the spot. He was thirsty for Morgan, all right? So Morgan said, okay, well, uh, we can hook up and just date, and you know, like, like that. So he was uh, going to stop by his family's house uh, to, uh, you know, uh, you know, maybe him, you know, uh, he's okay. Whoa, whoa. He stopped at his mama's, his, his family house and he was going to, uh, it was Sunday and he was thinking that maybe all of them can get together for Sunday dinner. So she, uh, he said she was getting ready to get out the car and he said, Oh no, no, no. Just stay in the car for a second. Uh, let's just make sure it's, it's okay. Uh, you know, to, uh, you know, because it's you know in a way he didn't mention it to his mother it's just kind of like a surprise to her she didn't even know that morgan was coming so that's how he explained it to her she said okay that's cool so he went in the house and then she said five or ten minutes later he came well, five minutes later he came back out and he said and he just told her the truth he said uh, my mama ain't feeling you, and she's uh, she says she no longer wants uh, you in her house. Okay, she thought it was weird. Uh, I think it's because you know, dude's a mama boy, and she and she was peeping game that ga that Morgan was was peep was was uh, you know putting game on him trying to squeeze money out of them and things of that nature. So right right out the gate, it was a rocky start. And then she said eventually they just broke up because it was getting kind of difficult. I guess she made an ultimatum. Either you continue messing with her or, you know, you can live, you can live over there with her. Okay, and at that time, Morgan was bouncing from house to house. Now, she probably didn't tell him that she was bouncing from house to house, all right? And even if he, you know, took Morgan's side, I mean, start living with Morgan, it's only a matter of time before he starts coming back home, all right? Because Morgan's not the most reliable person, all right? So, that's what happened there, and that's how she knew Darlene. And... Darlene was giving off these vibes like she don't she don't F with Morgan. All right. So she told me all that and I went dang and, and you know and, and this, that, and the third. I told her, well, you know why uh, I, I work at. So whatever y'all want to stop by, just stop by and we can just kick it again. She said, Oh yeah, yeah, no problem, no problem. So I never saw Morgan again, but I did hear, and I, I knew I wasn't going to see Morgan again. That's why I didn't ask for for social media or her phone number because I knew that, um, you know, she's trying to, uh, you know, I she's trying to, uh, you know, this guy that she's dating. She's trying to make it work. All right, so I wasn't going to interfere in nothing like that. Uh, I, I knew Morgan was uh, uh, was growing up. You know, she's you know taking religion a lot seriously. She's no longer smoking weed or drinking. So I think she's really changing her life. And to me personally, if she started effing with me, then she will be going backwards. She'll be relapsing. So in a way, you know, it's you know I, I kind of miss you know kicking it with Morgan. But it's just that's just a part of growing up, you know. The, you know, people that you uh, go to school with or went to work with or whatever, you don't see those people no more. And I had a soft spot for Morgan. I, I really did. So 
I wasn't trying to, you know, infiltrate that or make things worse for her relationship. But from what I've been hearing, you know, Morgan, you know, even though she quit school, she landed a, a job at this law firm. Okay. So she's sort of like a secretary making, making great money as a secretary. Uh, I forgot the uh, law office that she's working at, but from what I've been hearing, life is good for Morgan. She's more responsible now. You know, uh, you know, she, she, you know, she's not a party girl no more. She's a, she's, she's a, she's a homebody. You know, the stuff that I'm hearing about Morgan, I would have never expected Morgan would, 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 um, would be that type of person. But it, that's what happens when, you know, when time flies, you know, people change. As time move on, people change. You you know, you was once a party girl at one period of time. Now you're a soccer mom. Now, you know, uh, Morgan's not pregnant. She doesn't have any kids or anything like that. But it seems like from what I've been hearing, Morgan's been really taking care of herself and she's, you know, bettering herself. So to me, I can't, you know, I can't hate on that, you know. And if she was still messing with me, we would still be smoking weed and, and having sex. And who knows? I, you know, she would have gotten pregnant by me. And then, you know, you know, it's just to me, I feel like uh, God put the right cards in front of Morgan. Just put it that way. And uh, I wish the best for Morgan. She, you know, she was my she was my first and well, she was the best work babe I have ever had. Now all my other work babes, we will they'll be called work babe, but we don't do nothing outside of work. You know, they may you know we may say hey babe to one another, you know, uh we may uh go out to eat, you know, she uh sometimes uh she'll pay, sometimes I will pay. But it's nothing serious or deep or you know we having uh sexual relationships or anything like that. Sorry for the noise in the background. But yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, you know, uh, out of all the work babes I have ever had, Morgan was uh, the the one for me, all right? And the other than having sex and smoking weed, I really do miss our conversations. I, I feel like sometimes we'll be sitting there and we'll be having conversations and I will ask her things and she would ask me things and... I kind of miss those. I kind of miss those days. I kind of miss uh, working with Morgan. But you know, that's a, you know, that's a part of life. You know, every, you know, you know, everything is not the same. You know, eventually you have to move with the times. And yeah, uh, that's it for part two of my work, babe. All right. Uh, guys, tell me what you think. Rate, comment, subscribe. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to me on Spotify. Um, please subscribe to me on, on Spotify first. If you want to listen to me on a, on another platform such as Google Play, iTunes, that's fine and Danny. But I really do appreciate if you guys subscribe to me on Spotify. Um, also, get my podcast lit in the podcast algorithm by sharing it with your friends, family, as well as your followers. Uh, I will come back better than ever with another spanking hot episode. Part two is in the books. I will see you guys next week. It's your boy.
and I'm out of here. All right. Deuces. I'm gone. Outro.